to God. And so we will not be overcome of evil, but we shall overcome evil with good. Oh, for you and I to experience turnaround, we must not think on the bad. We must not speak bad, but we must think on the good. And we must speak the good word of God. So in believing and in speaking, so shall you see a turnaround. For it is my will, saith the Lord, for that which has come against you to be turned around. But cooperate with me. Spend time in my word. Spend time not meditating on the news of this age, but spend time meditating on the good news. So in meditating on the good news, you shall see yourself succeeding. You shall see yourself. You shall walk in victory, says the Lord, and that which has come against you shall be turned around. For I am watching over you, says the Lord, and I am performing my word on your behalf. So rejoice and be glad, for these are days of great turnaround. These are great days for my body to overcome evil with good. My goodness, my hand is upon you. So declare today, surely goodness and mercy are following me all the days of my life. Let's say it together. Surely goodness and mercy, they are following me. All the days of my life. Woo, glory to God. Thank you, Lord, for great turnarounds. Turnarounds in our thinking. Turnarounds in our believing. Turnarounds in our actions. Glory to God. Thank you, Father, for the faith of God that you've given us. We activate faith in your power. We activate faith in your turnaround power today. And we glorify you, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And everybody said amen. Praise God. Well, it's so good to be with you. I just want to thank God for Pastor Tom and our faithful team that are here today on sound on camera, in the media booth. I'm telling you what, God is moving in and on our behalf. So let's come into agreement concerning that which I have in my heart today, that it may come forth in accuracy and clarity and proficiency, but most of all under the unction and the anointing. And Lord, I thank you for the word that you've put in my heart today. I ask that you would help me to make known the mystery of the gospel. I pray, Lord, that the eyes of our hearts would be flooded with light. And Lord, as we see light, may we walk in the light. And you alone get all the glory and all of the praise for all that you have done, all that you are doing, and all that you shall do in our individual lives and in our church. We give you the glory for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, we have been doing a series on keys to a successful new year, and I kind of want to move into the final area of that, which will be a springboard for a brand new series. Not too long ago, as I was going to sleep, I got three words in my spirit, and those words are, I will say. And I thought, okay, I've seen that in God's word. 
especially over in Psalms 91, where it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And then in verse 2, he said, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, He is my fortress, my God on Him, and in Him only will I trust. And I ministered a couple of Wednesday nights ago, and I will say of the Lord that He is my keeper, that He is my sustainer. You see, the words that we speak are of utmost importance. What we say of the Lord will become a reality in our lives. We know this for sure, that death and life are in the power of the tongue. So in the year 2021, let us say of the Lord, let us say of the Lord who He is in our lives. When we say of the Lord what He said in His Word, we will absolutely have what we say. Amen. And so today, I want to talk about, I will say of the Lord that He is our rock. He is my rock. In Psalms 18 and in verse 2, it says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler, the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. I want you to pay particular attention to, he said, he is my rock. David did not say he is a rock. He says he is my rock. He personalized that. When I went to Raymond Bible Training Center back in 1976, I saw a beautiful girl across the room. And that beautiful girl was Brenda Edwards. Now, at that particular time, before I knew her, she was a girl. But as we got introduced and got to know one another, about halfway through the school year, she became my girl. Amen. And then in 1977, July 22nd, my girl became my wife. It makes all the difference in our lives when we personalize that the Lord is not just a rock, but He is my rock. I will say of the Lord, He is my rock. There ain't no rock like my rock. In Psalms 31, verses 1 through 3, He said, In thee, O Lord, I put my trust. Never let me be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Bow down thy ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be thou my strong rock for an house to, for a house of defense save me. And then in verse three, for thou art my rock, you are my fortress. Therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. This is David. Over and over again, you will see in the book of Psalms, that he referred to him as his rock. When he faced the enemies, when he needed guidance, when he was in trouble, he referred to the Lord as his rock. He made it 
personal. Now, what does a rock symbolize for you and I? A rock symbolizes something that is totally reliable, completely dependable, completely stable, and completely sure. A rock is a symbol of strength, something that is unchangeable, unmovable from generation to generation. It is the symbol of strength. And so here's what David is saying. And this is what you and I can say. I will say of the Lord, you're my refuge. You are my safety. You are my high tower. You are my shield. You are my protection. You are my Lord. You are my master. You are my God. You're everything I need. You are what makes me stable and secure every day of my life. Amen. When we say, Jesus, you are my rock, we are saying, you are what makes my life safe and secure. We are saying, Lord, I'm depending on you to get me through. Because I realize that some trust in chariots and some in horses. But for as for me and my house, we will say of the Lord, you are our rock. You are the one that keeps us and that protects us. Amen. I'm depending on you to get me through. There's a great verse of scripture in Isaiah 33 and in verse 6. And we don't have it, but let me read it to you. He said, he will be your constant source of stability in changing times. Like that, don't you? His constant source of stability in changing times. And out of your abundant love, you give me the riches of salvation, of wisdom, and of knowledge. Yes, The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. Praise God. I just got to thank God for him and for his great ability to keep us sound in our spirits, sound in our minds, and sound in our physical bodies. Psalms 1831 says, For who is God save the Lord? And who is a rock? Save our God. Isaiah 44, 8 says this. Is there a God beside me? Yes, there is no God. I know not any. Now, friends, if we're looking to some other rock, we might just as well stop. Why? Because if God couldn't find one, I'm telling you, there is no other rock that's stable like him. I mean, he is it. In Psalm 62, verse 1 and 2, and then verses 5 through 6, it says, Truly my soul waits upon God. From him comes my salvation. He only is my rock. Now pay particular attention to that. He only is my rock and my salvation, my defense, I shall not be greatly moved. And then let's drop down to verse 5 and 6. And if you want to, go ahead and read from where you're at 
Let's go ahead and do it together. Ready, read. My soul wait thou only upon God. My expectation is from him. And then in verse 6. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. Now notice this. He only. Him only. What does that mean? That means not our savings account. That means not medical professionals. Thank God for medical professionals. They are channels through which our source can work through. But our trust ultimately is in the Lord. He only is our rock. Not our own ability. Not in the ability of others. How about this one? He only is our rock. Not government. Not government. Here's one that's very important to remember as well. When we say he only is our rock, that means not mama. Not someone else's personal relationship with the Lord that we are so dependent upon that we have become so uh, engrossed with their relationship with God that we don't have a relationship with the Lord ourselves. Thank God for praying mamas. Thank God for mamas that have prayed many of us through. But folks, it's time for all of us to grow in our relationship and our fellowship with God. Somebody shout, He only is my rock. And that list could go on and on. Now, if our rock is in any of those things that I mentioned or any other thing, at some point we are going to be sorely disappointed. Sorely disappointed. Although some of those things may seem stable and immovable like a rock, in reality, they can turn out to be like rock candy. Rock candy shatters easily under pressure and melts under heat. I don't know if you've ever had rock candy But we had rock candy when we were little boys, my brother and I. And that rock candy seemed so hard. But when you put it in your mouth, man, it would just melt and just explode. And maybe we're out playing in the neighborhood for hours on end and and getting smelly and sweaty and all those things and left some of that rock candy in our pocket and only to discover that that rock candy melted. Here is the point. Jesus can take the pressure He can take the heat if you will make him your rock. I'm prophesying over you today that you will not shatter under the pressure of life or melt under the heat of a trial. Everything is going to be all right if you will believe and say of the Lord, you are my rock. Woo, glory to God. I'm telling you, you know it's true. He's brought you a mighty long way. He's brought you through fire. He's brought you through water. But you're still standing today. You're still breathing. Why? Because you got your feet on the solid rock. The Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So we're going to face tests. We're going to face trials. I remember the story of the farmer, great big strong man. 
and his little son. And their livelihood, of course, depended on the crops that they would gain from that year of growth. But they had a very difficult year, and the weather completely took away all of their crop for the entire year. So they had absolutely nothing to show for the year. And so this great big strong farmer with his great big strong callous hands walked his son out there into the field. And as they were looking over the field, the little boy looked up at his dad and there was a tear rolling down his face. And he began to softly sing, the father did, Rock of Ages, cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. Oh, hallelujah. Going through the most difficult time of his life in that season, he went to the rock that was higher than him. And by the grace of God, this young boy later in life could not ever forget that distinct memory. And later in life, he gave his life to Jesus. What was that farmer saying? That farmer was saying, in the midst of devastation, you are my rock and you are my restoration. And there are events in our lives that can happen. But if we will go to the rock that is higher than I, in the midst of devastation, there can be restoration in your life, in your body, in your family, in our nation. And I heard somebody shout, Amen, Pastor. Good preaching. Glory to God. But let's believe it. Let's not just have this be another message. Let's get this in our heart. I will say of the Lord, you are my rock. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Psalm 95 now. And verse 1 says, O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. I want to emphasize let us make what kind of noise? A joyful noise. Not a sad noise. Not a attitude, oh, we're just barely hanging on, living on barely get along street. No, we are to lift up our voice with strength and make a joyful noise unto the rock of our salvation. Verse 2. Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. Glory to God. I'm so thankful for our team here that comes during this season of doing live stream and they're giving and making a joyful noise unto the Lord. They're helping us go to the throne room of grace. I'm glad that Pastor Tom doesn't get up here with his head down, all beat up and burnt out and burnt, burnt down. No, thank God, he's a man of great joy. He's a man of great strength. And he helps us to lift up our voice to our rock, the God of our salvation. I think I'll kick my leg. Glory to God. <laughs> Whoo, Glory. Now, the word that is translated salvation, the rock of our salvation, in our English Bible is a very interesting Hebrew word. It is the Hebrew word Yeshua. And Yeshua means 
victory, prosperity, deliverance, and physical health. All of those meanings are in that great word of salvation. In other words, when we say of the Lord, you are our rock, we're saying, you are our victory, you are our deliverance, you are our prosperity, you supply all of our needs, you're the rock of my forgiveness, and you are the rock of my peace. And I'm depending upon you for all those things to be a reality in my life. Actually, the word in Hebrew, Yeshua, is the word from the Greek word that Jesus' name is derived from. You see, Jesus is the fulfillment of all these things. He's the fulfillment of our forgiveness, our deliverance, our safety, and our peace. He accomplished all those things through his redemptive work on Calvary's cross. In his death, in his burial, and his resurrection, Yeshua, Jesus, the Son of God, brought unto you all things that pertain to life and godliness. Amen. He's the rock we stand on. In Psalm 40, in verse 2, he says, He brought me up. He could bring you up because he got up. He could bring you up because he rose up. And David said, he brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay. And he set my feet upon a rock and he established my goings. I love that, don't you? I'm going to say it again. He brought us up because he got up. And he rose up. He pulled you and I out of a horrible pit, out of a miry clay, where we were going lower and lower. But he set us up, our feet up, on solid ground. Firm, strong, and unmovable. Amen. Years ago, there's a beautiful song that was written. I was listening to it the other day. The Crab family sings it, Dottie Rambo sings it, and others sing it. Whitney Houston sings it. It's a song called, I Go to the Rock. I'm thinking right now of our sweet Imogene, who served God with fervency, who served God with all of her might and with all of her heart. As Brenda shared earlier recently, she took her heavenly flight. But I can still remember conversations that I had with Imogene over the years. She would talk about the goodness of God and how that God had kept her and how that God had supplied for her every need. Imogene was literally given a beautiful home in the city of Alameda. Why? Because she was faithful. And her confidence was not in her own ability, but her trust and her confidence was in the Lord who was and is her rock. And so today, we learn great lessons from some of the great mothers of the church. How that they lived holy and sanctified and pure lives for the glory of God. We will forever remember Imogene. We will forever 
remember all others of the great saints that have gone on to be with the Lord. And I think that this song describes many of them that have gone on to the Lord. And many of you who are facing difficulties today, this song is beautiful. Let me just recite, but not sing it. Where do I go when there's nobody else to turn to? Who do I talk to when nobody wants to listen? Who do I lean on when there's no foundation stable? I go to the rock. I know he's able. I go to the rock. I go to the rock of my salvation. I go to the stone that the builders rejected. I run to the mountain and the mountain stands by me. When all the earth around me is sinking sand on Christ, the solid rock, I stand. When I need a shelter and when I need a friend, I go to the rock. Hallelujah. I go to the rock. I know he's able. I go to the rock. I know he's the rock of my salvation. Oh, thank you, Lord. Can you just say this with me? On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. But I stand upon the rock of my deliverance. And I give you praise for it. Ha ha, glory to God. That makes me happy today. To think of some of the saints that have gone on. Saints that had so strongly the vision of reaching the lost and healing the hurting. Oh, wow. And maturing the believer. It does me good. Now, sooner or later, the kingdoms of this world will be no more. Sooner or later. But you and I, we're in an unshakable kingdom founded upon the rock of our deliverance. Hallelujah. In Hebrews 12, 28, he says, Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Hallelujah. Jesus came and he made himself known by his words and by his actions. And one day he came to his disciples and he asked them a very, very important question. Beginning in Matthew 16 and verse 13, if you will, when Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? I will say. And they said, Some say, You're John, others, Elias, others, Jeremiah, or maybe one of the prophets. But he said to them, But who do you say I am? Friend, who are you saying he is in your life? What are you saying? Jesus asked them, but who do you say I am? And Simon Peter had a revelation. Simon Peter spoke by the Spirit. 
And he said in verse 16, You are Christ. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And in verse 17, Jesus answered Simon Peter and said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for this didn't come out of your mind. This didn't come by flesh or blood. That is not what revealed this unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. And in verse 18. And here's what I say about you, Peter, that you are Peter. That word Peter is Petros, which means little rock. But he said, Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church and the whoo, glory and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the revelation that I am the rock of ages that I am your stability that I am your God if you will just trust me and say of me that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, the very gates of hell. Everything that hell may bring your way will not prevail against you. Isn't that good news? And then in verse 19, and he said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I'm saying this to you today, that Jesus is the foundation of the church. Everything is built on him and what he has done. And oh, friends, it's a solid foundation. It's a solid foundation. You know something? There's not going to be any cracking or sinking in this foundation throughout the ages. Hell has tried. Hell has tried. But hell has never and will never prevail against the church of the living God when they say of the Lord that he is our rock. Can you say amen? If you're on him and if you're in him, I declare over your life, you are not going down. You're going to make it. In Matthew chapter 7. And notice with me now in verse 24. Let's go ahead and just take a praise break for a minute and just thank God that he's our rock. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Glory to God. Yeah, go ahead. Get up from your couch. Football game doesn't start for another half hour. Glory to God. You can cheer for Tampa Bay or Green Bay or the Bills or whoever, the Chiefs. But oh, thank God Jesus did more than win the AFC championship. Jesus did more than win the NFC championship. He did more than win the Super Bowl. Glory to God. He rose victorious <coughs> over death, hell, and the grave. Come on, let's shout amen. In Matthew chapter 7, in verse 24, it says, Therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine, we're hearing the word this morning, and does them, 
I'm a doer of God's word. How about you? I'm going to liken him unto a wise man which built his house, his life, upon a rock. Wow. And the rain came. The rain descended. The floods came. The winds blew. The bad reports came. This happened. That happened. It came to stop us. And beat upon that house, but it fell not, for it was founded upon the rock. Glory to God. Founded upon the rock of ages. Let's not be foolish. Let's not take God's word lightly. Let us hold fast to the truths we're hearing. Because in verse 26 it says, But everyone that hears these sayings of mine and doesn't do them shall be likened unto a foolish man. That's not you, that's not me. Which built his house upon the sand. The rain came, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house. And the Bible says it fell and great was the fall of it. Same storm, same wind, same attacks. One stood, one fell. I believe the ones that are standing will be you. I believe the ones that were standing, praise God, will be you and me and this church. So what are you saying today, Pastor Mark? I'm saying this. Build your life on Him. Build your faith on Him. Build your future on Him, on Him and Him only. If you're on this foundation, this solid rock foundation, your house is going to stand. And friends, that's something to praise God about. I'm going to invite Brenda up and PT up. I've got one more scripture. But I would like us to act out what we've heard today. Praise God. We can act it out. We can say of the Lord, let's start right now. Let's put our hand over our heart and one hand toward heaven. And let's declare this. I say of the Lord, you are my rock. You are my solid foundation. I say of the Lord, you are my rock of safety. You are my rock of prosperity. You are my rock of strength. You are my rock. I'm believing it. And I'm saying it. Glory to God. Is that something to praise God about? Yes, it is. Is that something to sing about, to shout about for a moment? In Isaiah 42, now notice this verse in verse 11. Isaiah, the 42nd chapter and the 11th verse. Praise the Lord. We're going to look at that in the King James Version. Isaiah 42 and verse 11. Notice this. Let the wilderness and the cities. Now I want to stop right there. Let the wilderness and the cities of the Bay Area. Come on, somebody. Let the cities of the Bay Area, therefore, lift up their voice. Let 
the villages of Oakland, of Hayward, of San Jose, of San Leandro, or wherever you live. <coughs> let the inhabitants of the rock sing. And let them shout from the top of the mountains. Hallelujah. Do we have some inhabitants of the rock out there watching today? Well, let's sing. Let's praise and let's shout unto the rock of our salvation. Thank you, Father, that you've raised us up together. You've made us sit together in heavenly places. And we sing and praise and shout the victory this day in the name of Jesus. Glory to Glory God. Glory to God. That was so good. And that last scripture about letting the inhabitants lift up their voice. Yeah. There's a verse that says, lift up your voice in strength. Oh, that's good. We are not the weak. We are the strong. Yeah. And so we are to be lifting up our voice with the strength of the Lord. Amen. We do not pray and we do not praise from a place of weakness, but we are strong in the Lord yes. and in the power of his might. And our voice should be lifted up with strength yes. because why? Because we're on the rock. That's right. <laughs> the and, rock that is strong. Hallelujah. You know, there may be people watching today yeah. uh, that have put their confidence and trust in other things. Oh, my. Maybe yeah. they've come to the end of their rope. And as a result, you know, they just feel despondent. They've lost yeah. all hope. Yeah. But you know what? You can go to Jesus today. Hallelujah. He stands before you with open arms, yes, with eyes amen. filled with love. If yes. that's you today, yes. before we sing a song of praise, yeah. why don't you pray this with Brenda and I? Mm -hmm. Just open up your heart to Jesus. Yes. Let's pray this together. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I come to you today. I come to you today. Simply with a heart. Simply with a heart. Of faith and trust. Of faith and trust. In you. In you. I know that you love me. I know that you love me. And I know you said. And I know that you said. That if I would come to you. That if I would come to you. You would not cast me away. You would not cast me away. But you would take me in. But you would take me in. And so I come. So I come. To the rock. To the rock. That is higher. That is higher. Than I. Than I. I invite you, Jesus. I invite you, Jesus. Savior. Save Lord. Lord. The one who died for my sins. The one who died for my and sins. And who rose from the dead. And who rose from the dead. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. I acknowledge Hallelujah. you today. I acknowledge you today. As my Lord. As my Lord. And as my Savior. And as my Savior. And I thank you for it, Lord. And I thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name. And today there may be some of our precious members right, and right. precious partners out there going through some difficult times. Yes. Honey, would you pray a, a prayer of victory and a prayer of, for lack of better terms, turn around and break through whatever people may be facing. Yes. And then we're going to praise God. Can I, can I just read some of these before I yeah, before sure. I pray, you know, as he was preaching, and you mentioned that song, "I Go to the Rock." Yeah. Well, I googled this old hymn that came up in my heart. He hideth my soul yes. in the cleft of the rock. It's based on Psalms 27. Some of you may have just received Jesus. Listen to this: A wonderful Savior 
is Jesus my Lord, yes. a wonderful Savior to me. Thank you, he hideth my soul mm. in the cleft of the rock. Yes. And then it goes on to say, He hideth my life yes. in the depths of His love, and He covers me there with His hand. Uh. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. A wonderful Savior yeah. is Jesus, my Lord. He taketh my burden away. Come on. He holdeth me up, yes. and I shall not be moved. Not be moved. He giveth me strength, strength. every day. Every day. Hallelujah. Oh, I love that. He covers me with His hand yeah. in the cleft of the rock. Yes. We're safe. And we're secure. Hallelujah. Mm. So, Lord, I just pray today. Yes. The wonderful word that we Lord, have heard. May it be rooted and grounded in all of our hearts. Yes, may Lord. we realize that we are sure, protected. Lord, Lord. And we do have peace. And we do have strength. Yes, Because you're covering us. You're covering us and you're protecting us. In the cleft of the rock in your hand right yes. now is extended. Yes. So Lord Jesus, we ask you to oh, reach forth it. your mm -hmm. hand and to touch oh, those that are going through physical pain right now. Oh, stretch forth your hand of healing from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Let the masumbrata, the hand of the Lord is touching yes, you right Lord. now. And he is also pangredo, those that have been going through difficult situations be strengthened with might right yes, now Lord. in your inner man Glory the word of God you've heard oh my it's nourishment to your spirit so rise up on the inside in the strength yes, of the Lord. word and the strength of the spirit of the living God and be restored be renewed hallelujah yes. your hope restored your strength renewed in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank God. you for it, Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. In my heart right now, I believe I'm supposed Thank to speak a word over our members. Yes. And that's okay. from Psalm 91.10. No yes. evil shall befall thee. Amen. What I had in my Amen. spirit is accidents. No accidents no. shall come near your dwelling. In Jesus no accidents name. shall Jesus come name. near your automobiles. And so we speak a word of protection yes, yes, yes. over you all week yes, long yes, in all of your ways. We declare that the angel of the Lord Amen. camps around Amen. about you, Amen. keeps Thank you, you Jesus. and protects you. And we give you glory for it in Jesus, Jesus name. name.